Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hi, and welcome back. Today, I am chatting with Christian Stevens, who is number one broker of the year in 2022. And he is going to show us a little bit of a behind the scenes into how he's managed to do that using social media. So let's jump straight in. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today, I am joined by Christian Stevens of Shore Financial, and I'm really excited to hear how he has managed to become number one broker in Australia. And he's also been awarded broker of the year in 2022. And he's done all that in a very short amount of time. And one of the main ways that he has used to get to that amazing, to, to receive those amazing awards is social media strategies. So welcome, Christian. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today. So maybe let's get started. A little bit with your background first. So you started, beca- you became a broker in 2015. Why did you get into this industry? What what motivated you? I'd been in hospitality, uh, working in, and running nightclubs for about 10 years prior to uh, prior to getting into to broking. I guess I was at a point where I was 28 years old, kind of hit a, a bit of a glass ceiling, um, and there wasn't really anywhere else to go. So. I guess it was the right place, right time. I was offered a job uh, by Theo Chambers, who's the CEO here, and I had, I guess, nothing else going on and um, thought I'd give it a go, which turned out to be quite a wise uh, business decision. Well, I guess it's been a wise business decision because you you hustled clearly in seven years to, to become the broker of the year. And also, I believe you had a goal to settle 100 million in loans in one month and you've also hit that target i have very recently a couple of months ago um i i think it's pretty hard to get ahead in any industry without putting the hours in especially early on um look I, i'm a big believer in you're not going to get ahead working nine to five so you know i do do long hours but you know i enjoy the work so i don't see it as a chore i genuinely enjoy what i do and and so what Putting in long hours is, is one thing, and, and I know a lot of our listeners do that too, and, and I certainly did that very much when we first started Basic Bananas in 2009. What is your focus? So what do you think are some of the specific actions that you have taken or some of the strategies that you are still using that are helping you to be number one in this space, which is super impressive? Well, I think when you start in any industry, you know, how do you separate yourself? How do you stand out in a market that's completely saturated? Um, I think if you're doing the same thing as your competitors, you can't expect to, to get ahead. Um, I realized very early on that there weren't a lot of brokers that had a good online presence that kind of built uh, that digital brand. Uh, I, I'd come from a from a bit of an experience of you know, using social media to, to leverage a brand. And I thought, you know, understanding target markets is important. So first home buyers on on Facebook, I created a a first home buyer group, uh, a bit of a support group, which has naturally grown to almost 14,000 members, I think, uh, over the years, uh, where I just answer questions uh, of concerned first home buyers. It's a great um, way to generate business and leads. Um, Also on a B2B front, LinkedIn is fantastic. 
Um, I post every day, you know, that content about interest rates, what's happening in the housing market, what we're doing as a business. Um, you know, that's about 58,000 followers on there and, and yeah, Instagram too. So I think uh, having a three-pronged approach with social media allowed me to kind of hit those different target markets across different social channels um, and understanding, I guess, what those clients' pain points were and to serve up regular content uh, on a daily basis because you know, th these things don't happen overnight. Um, it has been a, you know, years of, of consistent uh, content posting <laughs> to get to where I am today. Um, but for me, that's a major part of my business and, and probably resulted in at least half of the volume that I do comes from social media. I love that. And, and also it's one of these cases where you know you're an overnight success in seven years in the making basically and I, I, I like that strategy so when we talk about differentiation which is something that that our listeners are always interested in you mentioned that as a broker you were thinking okay how can I differentiate what can I do to get yep. noticed and and one such way that you said is your online presence is there anything else that and then we'll go more into social media too is there anything else that, that you did to differentiate? Um, I think the best way to sell is to educate. Um, I've always been a big believer. And I see people all the time posting about whatever whatever industry they're doing, they're in, whatever they're doing, but they're always trying to sell. And I think these days people get a bit tired of that. I think if you add value um, and you're passionate about what you do, the right customers naturally come to you. You know, I get clients reach out to me six months, 12 months down the track saying, hey, I've been following you for a long time, you know, appreciate the content and they've reached out. I've never seen them like or comment on anything ever. But that's the great thing about social media is people are always watching and their content stays there forever. So it's a very easy way of generating business. Um, I guess for me as a broker, um, there were three ways, obviously existing clients, there's no better marketing than positive word of, word of mouth from your happy clients. Um, you know, referring you to, to friends and family, it's a very basic way of growing your business. Uh, for us as brokers, referral partners are a big one, financial planners, accountants, real estate agents, builders, solicitors, and everything else in between. Um, you know, understanding the end-to-end -end process of purchasing a property and what other industries are involved in that process and having them refer you business has been a great way for us to build it. As I said, social media was the, the third uh, kind of avenue that we, we've gone down to generate, um, generate consistent business. There's so much gold in what you just said, and I hope our listeners are, are not driving so they can take notes. So one of the strategies that you also just mentioned, which is referral partners, so having strategic partnerships, and yep. you just sort of zoomed over it, and it's such a big one, and, and you've leveraged your strategic partners too. And then, of course, the educational marketing that you mentioned, which, again, is something that doesn't matter what industry that our listeners are in. It's something that works in every single industry. Now... Let's take a little bit deeper into social media because for some reason, people still are sometimes a little bit confused and we get so, so many people that always ask about social media, social media, social media. And I'm glad that we had the chance quickly here to mention that it's not just about social media, but it can be a great component, but also you're using other strategies. So in terms of social media, you mentioned you are using a Facebook group, 
also LinkedIn and Instagram. Are those your key channels or have you played with TikTok too? No, I'm actually launching a TikTok channel uh, this year. So we're doing a, a series of, I think, 50 different educational videos, which will be chopped up into bite-sized, uh, you know, little bits of content, which we'll repurpose on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook stories, Instagram stories, and whatnot. Um, obviously, I think most social channels are kind of heading towards video content being preferred and, and um, yeah, you get the most um, the most coverage and the most leverage using video these days. So it's just a natural progression for, for my business to kind of go down that path. Um, it's also a great way to get across to your customers. They can, you know, it's much more personable. They can see what you look like, how you sound. Um, and I think for me, at the point where I'm at with my business is a great way to get across to, to clients uh, and I guess educate them on, on the loan process. And then in terms of let's go, let's go into the other channels too. And and we will do an episode on TikTok here too. We have some of our members that are are smashing it on TikTok. There yeah. one of them is a lawyer, in fact, which is, is very interesting. Now let's look at Facebook. So your your group, the first home buyers group, 14,000 members. What sort of two questions, what what sort of strategies are you using to grow? The group and also when do you feel like you started gaining momentum because there are many groups out there people launch and then there's maybe you know five people in it ten people a few hundred and then it sort of fizzles out because it never gains momentum so so first how do you how do you grow the group and also secondly when was the tipping point for you I guess if you think of a, a Facebook group like like a plant, if you don't water it, it's not going to grow. Um, so you, you've got to be posting regular content in there. You've got to be regularly replying to, to questions, um, you know, creating content that the people can can relate to. Um, you know, the great thing about the group is it's pretty much grown organically um, these days. I don't do a lot uh, these days to actually grow the group except just maintain it. Um, and the great thing is, you know, other people in the group answer questions, other members answer each other's questions. So there's a great support there. Um, you know, you can create polls, you can you can put up you know, Q and A's. To be honest, I don't probably leverage it enough as I should. I wanted it to get enough critical mass first before I started uh, really trying to leverage it uh, into a uh, into a lead generating platform. Like you know, you could do easily do Sunday night Q and A's. Um, you can do online lead gen forms. Um, you know, there's a heap of ways you can generate business. Actually, when clients sign up um, to join the group, they have to give their first name, last name, email address, what state they're in, if they're a first-time buyer, and that and that um, that info is is, uh, is drawn into a Google Doc um, that I have. So I have all the, the members' emails, which I can send them regular EDMs or or updates on what's happening in the first-time buyer market, which again will be kind of a strategy for this year, um, but for me, it was more about growing the group organically and that being the value add. And it's strictly no um, no promotions, no spam in there. Anyone who posts anything, um, you know, they're deleted immediately. So it's purely just a Q&A platform, which is probably why it's been so successful. Um, if you go on other groups, especially property-related groups, it's just spam after spam of you know, developers putting up you know, stock that they can't get rid of or real estate agents trying to, to sell properties. And I think it loses the... the the genuine aspect of the group if it becomes a sales platform. Um, so, I, yeah, that's probably the reason why the group's been so successful is because it's just yeah, 
people can put up a question and it's answered. No one's trying to sell them anything. It's just 100% support um, rather than, than selling. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you ever pitch though? Do you? So it's mainly about nurturing, but do you ever like say, hey, by the way, come to a Q&A or... You know, very rarely. Um, I, I will start to do more. Once we get these videos out, I'll still start to do a Sunday night Q&A. Um, but I do just encourage members to post their questions on the group wall. Obviously, you can also do anonymous posts, um, which is probably half of the questions that are asked in the group are anonymous. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, they might be embarrassed or they're concerned that they don't want other people to see the questions, which has been a great addition to the group, allowing people to ask questions without having to, to show who they are. So, again, it's one of those things that the more effort you put in and the more questions you answer and the more time you spend on there nurturing your members, the better the group tends to perform um, and, and the better your group will show up in the algorithm in Facebook uh, as well. Yeah. And and when do you think the group sort of started taking off? So because usually the first few people is a little bit more work. And then when do you think there was sort of a tipping point? Probably once it got to about a thousand members. Um, you've just got to, at that point where people are asking regular questions and you can do stuff like, you know, if a client comes through me through the group for finance, I get them to then post a photo saying in front of the property they've just bought. So it, Love it. it is a there is a you know people are posting but i do also get them to push as well because if you get other members that are posting on there and, and happy clients that are posting on there it looks more organic as well rather than me just posting every day about stuff um yeah the reality is i want members to be posting questions and me answering them not, not the other way around yeah super clever in terms of linkedin what's your strategy yeah. there one post a day or LinkedIn's a, like, I think LinkedIn is such an undervalued platform. Um, especially yeah. if you have sales navigator, you can literally search location, industry, how many years that person has been in business, what their role is. And then you can reach out to them. There's different, different groups, um, to connect with. I think it's the easiest way to generate B2B business. Um, in any industry, I can't, I can't imagine anyone in any industry who couldn't utilize LinkedIn, to help build their brand. Um, I post every day, Monday to Friday. The reality is because it's a business related social media platform, pretty much on the weekends, no one's on it. Um, so it's mainly just a weekday kind of thing. But to be fair, that's probably been the biggest, um, my biggest lead generator would be from, from LinkedIn. Um, also when you're going into meetings for us as brokers at new real estate offices or, or meeting developers, often they've already seen my content online or they've connected with me and, and they can already feel more comfortable putting a face to a name. Um, I think it's a fantastic platform and, and you know, it's religiously posting on there every day. Yeah. Uh, but again, that's been five years of religiously posting on there. So it's very easy to look at the platform and see, you know, 50 something thousand followers and think, you know, that must be easier to generate business, but you know, everyone starts from zero. Absolutely. Yeah. And I agree. It's super undervalued as a tool, especially in the business to business space. Now, for some of our listeners, I'm, I'm just thinking a lot of some of them will think, oh, my God, five times a week. Like, what you know, what do I even post? So what what kind of content do you post and how do you keep coming up with with ideas? Well, I guess I'm in an industry where there's a lot of content being created all the time. Um, you know, we repurpose a lot of content. Um, you know, there's a heap of information on, on real estate, on interest rates. and that. So I think I've got a bit of a two to one approach. So two parts, 
about what's going on in the industry, about interest rates, you know, home loans, property markets, everything else. And then one part about what us as a business is doing. Um, no one likes to see you posting too much about yourself. They like to see a bit more um, that you have a good understanding of what's happening in your industry. Um, but like, yeah, if you're posting twice a week or once a week, it's just about the consistency. I think if you think of it like if you're trying to get fit or you're training for a marathon, if you go for one run, you're probably not going to perform very well. Yeah. <laughs> and each, you know, when you're posting regularly, it becomes easier. You know, you can, you might do all your posts on a Sunday night. If you're too busy to do it during the week, um, I kind of do mine on the fly these days. It can just be an image and a couple of sentences. I think people, the biggest issue is people overthink posting. They, they think it has to be this incredibly well scripted dialogue and, and, a, and a professional photo. And the reality is that, that, you know, I think the best people that I know on, on LinkedIn and, and Instagram and Facebook are the ones that are more authentic, the ones that are putting up, you know, videos of them, you know, holding the, the phone in their hand, not a professional camera crew taking a video. So um, these days, I think people are about authenticity um, and they want to get to know you as a, as a person. And when they feel comfortable, that's when they normally reach out to, to do business. Yeah, I agree. And, and, uh, it's one of my pet peeves, actually, when I see people spending three hours drafting something yeah. <laughs> that, you know, it, 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 it has to be super, super good if it's a three-hour kind of post. Now, the last channel I'd like to check in with you quickly on your strategy is Instagram, which is obviously yeah. very different to your LinkedIn approach. What's your strategy there? I use Instagram stories every day. Um, I, the thing is, I repurpose the same content. So whether it's, it's on LinkedIn, I'll repurpose it to Facebook group or and then I'll repurpose it to, to Instagram stories. So um, I'm not like I'm thinking about three different types of, of content every day. It's just repurposed content, um, you know, on, on three channels. So no one really wants to follow a, uh, a Instagram page about home loans, except for my, maybe my fiance and my mum. It would be fairly boring. So I use Instagram uh, for personal use really but I use Instagram stories for business so I'll post multiple times a day every day but I would never post something unless it's about winning a award or something to do with a milestone at work I would never actually post an image on uh, on on uh, Instagram I always say it's a little bit different because I'm in a different industry if I was a chef say I my approach would be very different I'd be all over the the, um, the stories I'd be all over the reels about you know putting recipes together I'd be posting videos on, on, on creating the food. This is different. It depends on what industry you're in. Um, unfortunately, mine's not the most interesting, uh, but definitely posting on stories on a regular basis. And, you know, every person seeing every one of those stories, you know, over a thousand people each story. So if you times that by four or five a day, times that by five days a week, seven days a week, times that by 30 days, it's, it's millions and millions and millions of hits every year yeah. On, yeah. on Instagram stories alone. And that's the thing. Uh, the purpose of marketing is to be front of mind when someone is making a purchasing decision. That's purely the reason why anyone does marketing. So if you've got a friend at dinner and they're talking about home loans or refinancing, what they want to think about is me. They want my name to come into their head. That's the reason why you're posting on a regular basis. It, it's so that people think about you when they're trying to make their purchasing decision. I think a lot of people forget about that. Um, they're always trying to think of really cool content to promote or they're missing the point of marketing. Um, if you think of an accountant or you think of a financial planner or you think of a cook or you think of a PT or whatever it might be, who's that first person that comes into your mind 
And there's a reason why that person comes into your mind because you either know them really well or they're posting regular content and you think of them first. So I think for me, that's been my approach. I'm trying to post stuff that, that you know, is relatable, educational, so that I'm, a, I'm you know, a thought leader in an industry so that when someone thinks of, of home loans or thinks about purchasing a property or refinancing, I'm the first person that comes into their mind. Mm, excellent. Now, one quick last question on the social media on your, implementing your strategy. Do you do all this on yourself or do you have some of your team members helping with that? No, I, I do it all myself. Um, I think, again, if you can't explain to someone what you're trying to say in an elevator pitch, or, you know, in the, in the eight, eight to 10 seconds, you probably don't understand it that well yourself. So, you know, I'm a big believer in images uh, over, over wording. I think, you know, you can just do a couple of lines and an image will say a lot more than, you know, an entire paragraph. So I like doing it all myself. It also helps in my dialogue as well. If I'm understanding what's happening in the industry, what's happening with home loans, interest rates, the RBA, it's great for me uh, rattling that off at sales meetings with referring partners or helping agents with the dialogue. If you understand what's happening in your industry, it makes you, you know, better at selling. Yeah. And, and that, we always say too, if you can teach something, you truly understand it. So exactly. Actually, yeah. Teaching something is a really great way to get even better, to get even more masterful at, at your craft. Now, second last question I have is looking back at your younger self, what would what advice? Now that what you know now about about business, about about hustle, what advice would you give your younger self? Um, I think when you're younger, you're very concerned about not knowing what you want to do. Um, you might go to university to, and study something and then you know, halfway through realise it's probably not what you want to do. I think if I had advice to my younger self, it would be um, it's never too late to start what you want to do. Um, and it's absolutely fine if you don't know what you want to do. Um, I think, yeah, I, I just see so many younger people, especially even younger junior brokers in this office. Um, you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of concern over it's too late to start or, they, you know, I should be earning X amount of money at my age and, the reality is once you start doing something that you genuinely enjoy, uh, the rest kind of takes care of itself. It's such good advice. And, and also it, it career change is such a, a common thing now because we live so much yeah. longer. So actually having multiple careers is, is very, very normal. Very and yeah. yeah. Any final words of wisdom for fellow business owners? I just think they should, you know, anyone who's got a, a business, whether it's established or starting out, I think having a, a social media strategy is vital. Uh, marketing is vital, especially these days with everyone on their phones full time um, or on their computers. I, it just blows my mind how many businesses still don't have a, an online presence um, or don't think it's important, um, regardless of how successful that business is. So when you asked uh, me to come on here, I, you know, I think it's extremely relevant for any industry um, to be across um, how to build their brand online. Yeah, absolutely. And I know a lot of businesses maybe also struggle with where to get started or, or how to go about it. We also have a social media calendar, a template that we give to our members. So if anyone wants that, you can just email us, just email support at basicbrands.com and we can help you out with that one too. And Christian, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're a busy man. You work long hours and you're you're hustling. So really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Just just one last thing before we go. Um, 
if anyone needs assistance with refinancing or purchasing a house, I'm available seven days and uh, my details are quite easy to find anywhere online. I like it. I like the hustle. So if anyone wants help with their mortgage, get in touch with Christian Stevens. We'll also put the link to the company and also Christian's name in the show notes. So get in touch. You know, he's on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. So feel free to find him anywhere there too. Thank you. And again, thank you for walking the talk and, and showing the hustle. Thanks, Thanks for having me. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.